time to look back at the last Forge FC contest. Simply stunning stuff. And finally, their goal. Here is Match and Review. My word, what a rocket. With Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hey, how you doing? Anthony Urcioli here. It is the Forge Audio Network. And it is the match in review and a fun one to review if you're a Forge fan. 2-1 the final. Forge FC with the win at Calvary FC. And with that win, Forge moves to the top of the CPL table. 29 points in 15 matches. And they are, it is technically a three-way tie at the top with uh, Forge, Ottawa, and Pacific. Calvary now dropping to fourth. Uh, and Forge clear now of Calvary with one point. Uh, but Forge, Ottawa, Pacific, tied with 29. Forge, though, has played less games than both. They've played two less than Pacific. Um, and Forge has a better goal differential as well. Forge now four wins in a row. Calvary, three straight losses for the first time in the club's history. It looked for a while there like Calvary was going to be the team to beat, and they have hit a skid. And as a result, that's the nature of the league. Six-point games every single match and that's why you're seeing the standings move as much as they do week to week you never know this time next week it may look different hopefully not though if you are a forge fc fan things did not start the way forge wanted calvary opened the scoring it was mason off the corner one nothing in the first minute the third fastest goal in cpl history Forge, though, comes back before the half is out. And who else but Wubens Pasias in the 37th minute. He now has nine on the year. He's two off the lead. And let's we have to always point it out. He's behind Diaz, but he's played two less games, and he's played 500 less minutes. Uh, so impressive stuff from Wubens Pasias. He now has six goals in his last four matches. So we go into halftime, score tied at one. And then in the 49th minute, Kyle Becker, captain, dependable, 2-1, Forge on top, Schwanier with the assist. A curious moment, and we're going to hear from um, head coach, actually we're going to hear from Schwanier, we're also going to hear from Forge FC head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis. Um, Emery Walshman and Taryn Campbell came on in the 70th and 71st minute, replacing Pasias and Schwanier. Most coaches, when you're up 2-1 in the second half on the road, you're in the 70th minute, you're thinking defense. You're thinking stopping the other club from scoring. Not Bobby Smirniotis. He puts two fresh attackers on. He'll explain more in detail. But he told us that he just wanted to score more, that they felt that they could beat Calvary on the counter because Calvary had to push now to equalize, and they would capitalize on that. So they were looking for more. Welshman and Campbell come on. More subs from Forge in the uh, second half. Poku came on for Borges. Malik Olawabi Bellu came on for Ashton Morgan in the 80th minute. And then Tristan Henry absolutely robbing Mason from another goal and an equalizer. Big save in the 87th minute. And that would be Calvary's best opportunity. They could not finish. Forge comes out on top. Uh, uh, speaking of getting more defensive, Dominic Samuel did come on the 90th, replacing Kyle Becker, a natural center back Samuel. So it took until the 90th minute for Bobby to say, okay, let's uh, let's put in another defender and defend here. Speaking of Bobby, 
let's get his general thoughts on the match. Um, let's talk about, uh, we'll ask him about those subs that he made with the two attackers and uh, his thoughts on Pasillas. Here's Bobby. He's a pretty good striker, I think. You know, he's uh, what I've talked about, you know, in and around the box. He is, uh, he's lethal. He knows how to find himself in good positions and he knows how to take his uh, opportunities. This is a guy that's growing, you know, game by game, um, you know, was excellent for us last year and in, uh, in that half a season. And now he's come into it, you know, as every young player, he's got things to work on. Um, but if you're a, a striker and you can turn uh, your one chance or two chances into one goal per game, I think that's what everybody is looking for in the world. And I think if he keeps that up, his future is, is bright. He's got a great head on his shoulders, comes in, uh, works hard. Oh. Sorry, takes uh, the information well that we're giving giving him on how his movements uh, need to be. But uh, yeah, he just needs to keep on the same trajectory, keep his head down, stay humble as I want from all uh, all of the players, uh, and that's how success keeps on coming to you. Yeah, it's something we've uh, we talk about not necessarily for this game, but uh, in the previous games uh, because, I, like I said, I think you know earlier in the, in this uh, year we got shocked a couple of times. We were very good in the matches and we've lost one uh, nil. Uh, and we've tried to really discuss those points and, and not showing any frustration. Um, whether you know that goal comes against early, it comes late. You you have to stick to what works uh, because usually we're creating uh, a lot of opportunities in each game we play. Um, so you have you have to stay with that. If you believe in what you've worked on in the in the week, not only in the week in the season for us, uh, in your principles, then that's your guiding way to to get something of uh, success. So I think that's what we're showing more and more each game. Uh, last game against Valor, again we've gone down one 0 come back and turn that game into a three one win at Timorans Field, and we've done it here. Um, so the guys are showing a lot of good tactical awareness, and that's. One thing uh, that I'm very uh, happy with with this group, we've got a lot of new players uh, in comparison to the years before, and the team's taking good stride. And what was the thought behind the, uh, the the first pair of subs, the Campbell and Welshman coming on? Yeah, I think right there you want to freshen up the front line. I think when you can freshen up the players there, you can make sure that uh, you also uh, provide a good threat for our opponents. We're coming, we're spinning on uh, a few games every three days now. Um, that we've been playing and Passius has been excellent. Schwanier, the same thing. Um, but when you can bring guys like Campbell and Welshman off the bench, I think uh, you don't hesitate as a coach. Um, you get those guys in there, you know they're going to provide a, a big problem for the opponent, especially when the opponent is going to search for a tying goal and we know we're going to find spaces um, to be able to go on, uh, on semi-counter. So that's uh, the idea there. It keeps us fresh, keeps us uh, uh, with the ability to stay higher up in the field. And I think that worked out for us well. Also speaking post-match, David Schwanier, he had the big assist on the Becker goal. And uh, he talked about his team's performance against Calvary. Uh, it meant a lot for us. We prepared well. We were uh, we wanted the three points. So no, no, no matter how we, we get it, we wanted to get the three points to, to get top of the table. And I think the boys put a shift and we got, we got, we got a double at the end of the day. You know, before every match, I give out my three keys to the match, which um, you can listen to on the Forge Audio Network through podcast, uh, YouTube, subscribe, all those things. Catch up on social media as well. Um, one of the keys, and I'll, we'll get more in depth and go over those keys before the match and see how Forge did. But I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a spoiler here. Uh, it's not a spoiler because I, I already said it in the three keys. Anyways, um, swagger. Forge swagger, Steel City swagger, however you want to put it. Um, I think I said it's Spruce Meadows swagger. But we'll call it the Steel City swagger because 
Post-match, Tommy Wilden Jr., Calvary FC's head coach, talked about the Ford swagger, which I thought was interesting. I thought we started well, and I thought we finished well. And then that sandwich in between, I think they were better than us and a little bit more savvy. Um, just disappointed with gifting them goals, soft goals. And then you do that to a good side like these. They know how to turn the screw. They've got that nice swagger about them. But we got the swagger of the champions, you know. We're still cont uh, contenders. Now, we talked about Mr. Dependable, Captain Kyle Becker for Forge FC, who had a, I mean, the winning goal um, for Forge always comes through in the big moments. And we heard Bobby mention it and uh, Tommy Wilden Jr. mentioned it as well. And we, we talked about it too, but one club capitalized on their opportunities, were more efficient, the other was not. And uh, let's hear what Calvary's coach had to say. Sergio's had a good chance. Joe Mason's had a good chance. And you've got to put them away. I think they get their chances. They put them away. That's the difference. Kyle Becker loves this game and he gets one chance, puts it away. That's what quality will do for you. So it's up to us now to, you know, stand up and be counted. Big players play in big moments. All right. Let's revisit those three keys to the match prior to the game. Um, number one was confidence crush. I said forwards were going to have to come out early. This is a club that's kind of brittle right now in Calvary. They're not in form. Um, they've lost more consecutive games than they have at any point in franchise history. Jump on them early, get the early goal, make them doubt, doubt themselves. The complete opposite happened. Uh, Calvary jumped out in the first minute very early. Calvary had all the momentum for the first handful of minutes before Forge started getting better and better as the game went on. Um, so that didn't happen, but uh, didn't matter because Forge was able to recover and rally on the road in a very tough place to play against a very good team that was desperate for a win and motivated for so many reasons, one of them being they're playing Forge, and this is a club that they want to beat. And it's um, we heard if you in the match day preview that Forge was the hated team out in Calgary and amongst uh, soccer fans. So Tough place to come back in uh, hostile territory, but For Forge did it. So they did not complete the first key, but it didn't didn't matter. Play with possession was another. They did get a slight edge in possession, maybe not as much as they'd wanted. Uh, it was around 51%. We'll give it a check, but it's a, it's a lazy, lazy check. Last time these two clubs played, uh, Forge was up around 60%, which is not something... I mean, you can't ask for that every game, and especially not on the road against a team like Calvary. But okay, we hit fifty-one, so we'll give we'll give a slow check mark. Key number three: Spruce Meadows swagger. I should have been Steel City swagger. Now, now I, I'm regretting regretting my naming choices here. Um, but yes, they had it. They showed it. We're Forge. We know Calvary. You've had a pretty good season despite your recent losses, but. Uh, we're Forge FC. We're the defending champs. We beat you twice in the final. We were, we're the team to beat. You're not. And um, Forge played that way. A confident, confident group. And uh, even Calvary's coach noticed it. We are now joined by Benedict Rhodes, a contributor with canpl.ca. Uh, Benedict, it was a highly anticipated match with these two clubs who I think many felt this was going to be a championship preview. Um, do you think it, it lived up to the hype? I'd say so. I think uh, I think it was the first meeting as well between these two teams at the stadium since the 2019 final. So it's always exciting as well. And and I, I didn't think it was, it was an evenly matched game. I think, you know, obviously Cavalry go up early and, and you kind of wonder uh, 
how the teams are maybe approached the game, but then you know Forge came back, Ruben Spicia scored again, Kyle Becker comes up in big moments as as everyone keeps saying, and um, and yeah, it was definitely a, a very very exciting game. Uh, yeah, and, and you know it's interesting. I thought in the post game press conference, uh, listening to Bobby, he said something interesting when they were up. He put an extra attacker on, so he put Campbell. Um, it was Campbell and. Uh, Welshman that went on as subs. Most coaches, when you have a lead, you're on the road, it's the second half, you're going to go more defensive. He thought this is a great opportunity to beat them on the counter because they're going to be pressing so hard. Uh, just another kind of glimpse into the, the mind of Bobby, just different from a lot of different coaches. Yeah, that was, that was definitely an interesting choice. I think I think he was absolutely right there. You know, as as Ford took the lead, Calvary were going to have to start pushing more and maybe leaving some space open for um, in exchange, I guess, for, for them having more score opportunities. So, uh, if Bobby recognized that, brings on, you know, two very, very good players. Campbell's the all-time Seabill record goal scorer. So, not a bad guy to bring off your bench. And, um, yeah, it, it did work as well, I think, at times, you know, getting, getting behind in, in these spaces that were now open because Calvary was trying to attack the other way. Uh, and Pasillas is a guy. I mean, I don't know what's left to say about him. He's just been on an absolute tear. And he's a guy that hasn't played a ton of minutes this season. So, you know, his goal per minute ratios uh, looking pretty high right now. And as far as, you know, young strikers go, I think we're looking at one of the better ones. Yeah, he, he's a 2001 as well. So he's getting a lot of those uh, viable under 21 minutes as well for Forge. And, and you know, when, when you have a player who's, who's doing that and up the one nine goals now and, and six in the last four games, like that's, that's sort of a dream scenario for any coach in the CPL. And, and, and Pasillas is again and again, you know, proving he's one of the top young strikers and, and pretty ruthless when he does get an opportunity in front of goal. You know, and a guy, a lot of times, sometimes in soccer, we don't give the keepers enough credit. Uh, Henry, you know, they went down early. He was solid throughout. He, uh, you know, he punched out a corner almost immediately after that opening goal that got close. And then he makes that save in uh, in stoppage time. Uh, you know, when you're playing on a good team, it's just, it's the way it goes. You're not going to see a ton of shots. You're not always going to see a ton of action. But Henry's been a guy that he's, when he get if he's getting one or two shots against the game, he he answers the bell. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he might want that first one back uh, from Joe Mason at the beginning of the game. But like you said, he came up big at, at the end of the match. There's a couple other saves uh, during this match as well, where he was he was pretty important uh, from corners as well. Like you mentioned uh, a couple of times in that game, he he uh, you know jumps up to punch the ball away, and, and that's what you want to see from your goalkeeper. When they're not facing a lot of shots, you want to see things like that, like uh, you know punching away corners or, or or being a good leader at the back. And these are all very important things and and something he's done pretty well during his, his time in the CPL. Yeah, listening to uh, Tommy Wilden Jr., the Calvary FC head coach post-match, and he just he talked about the, you know, one club finished their chances, the other one didn't. And sometimes it's just that simple. I mean, that that's, I Forge, you know, if we really break down the stats, Forge had an edge. But, I mean, it wasn't, I don't know that it was a dominant performance, and Calvary had their chances. So it's, it's a little frustrating, I think, you know, going to bed, we... We heard from some players that it's going to be a tough one tonight, going going to sleep after this one because there were opportunities to be had. Yeah, Joe Mason said after the game it's going to be it's going to be a sleepless night, and and uh, but I think the important thing for for him and any player in that position is to just move on from it. Like the game's in the past now. Uh, you did miss some chances. You did you didn't win the game, but uh, you know the important thing is just to, to focus on the next one for them. It's it's an important game against FC Edmonton. It's a, a big robbery for them, of course. So. Uh, yeah, the important thing is, is just to just forget about this one and, and, and make sure you finish your chances in the next game. I thought it was interesting, too. The you know Kyle Becker got some praise from both coaches after the match. 
And he's a guy that he's not always going to show up on the score sheet. And he does so many things off the ball and just with his leadership. It's almost like having a coach on the field with you. But when he does get, I mean, we've seen it. He has some highlight real goals. And it just, he's a guy that makes the most of his opportunities, kind of what Calvary's guys couldn't. Yeah, so essentially, like uh, you mentioned, uh, that volley on the goal today was, was fantastic. Uh, we uh, heard both coaches say, you know, big players step up in big moments. And, and Kyle Becker is kind of the, the epitome of that, I guess, as you've seen for, you know, three and a half years now in the CPL. And, and uh, again, tonight, of course, getting his team all three points. All right, Benedict, uh, thanks so much for joining. I hope you enjoyed the match. And you can check Benedict Rhodes out at campl.ca. And you're also part of the uh, Newsroom podcast with the CPL. So we can catch you there as well. All right, take care. Thank you. All right, your final from Spruce Meadows, just outside of Calgary, 2-1 Forge FC over Calvary FC. Forge now at the top of the CPL table with plenty of games in hand as well. Next up for Forge FC, quick turnaround again, Sunday. On the road still against Atletico Ottawa, a club they are tied with right now. So, Huge match against Calvary and um, an even bigger one on Sunday against Ottawa. It's, it's been a great year. The way the standings are looking, I think we're in for an interesting one all the way through and into the postseason. After that match, Forge finally returns home. They take on HFX Wanderers. It's a Saturday match, August 6th at 4 p.m. All right. Subscribe. All your Forge content, the most Forge content anywhere, is right here. Subscribe on Spotify to the Forge Audio Network or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe on YouTube and follow Forge on social media where you'll see our content there as well. All right. We'll talk to you soon. has been Match in Review with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. For the latest on all things Forge FC, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.